You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 11 minutes uh, to 12, uh, 11 minutes uh, to 9 o'clock. I'm seeing 11 minutes to 12 o'clock. I'm thinking of uh, <laughs> the bliss of marriage. But nevertheless, it's a beautiful night, a beautiful evening. It's uh, the 24th of uh, Jumad al-Ula, 1442, uh, which is also the 7th of Jan 2021. Jumad Karim al-Mubarak to all our beloved listeners of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Well, it's time for our discussion and our topic this evening is that uh, how to better yourself in the year this year 2021 as i was saying earlier on that uh, alhamdulillah we make shukr to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have pulled through uh, the year 2020 many many people say malana shu what a year you know uh, like i said people were sad people were crying people were jobless people uh, lost their jobs whatever whatever happened people passed away whatever whatever happened in the year 2020 but alhamdulillah we make shukr to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we have, we we have managed to pull through and now we are in the year 2021 so the topic this evening is that uh, have we made out our world and wasiya in preparation for the year after that's a very 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 true very very good topic how to better ourselves in this year 2021 let's cross over to our beloved honorable fadilatul ustad hazrat malana salim karim damad barakat to whom ustad nope 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 okay all right let's get hold of him again uh, brother lokolo um <clears throat> i see now all of a sudden everyone is trying to get the answer only one two people got the answer right the rest got it wrong from six only two got it right uh, the others got it wrong why everyone is saying jafar ibn abi talib uh, nope um, uh, it's not jafar ibn abi talib uh, okay uh, okay sister khairun daya says malana could it be the muslim that was 12 men and five women to abyssinia angazi i don't know do we have our beloved ustad ustad welcome to the program assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh ബാസ് We should be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And for all what we are going through, test, tribulation, fear, mm. whatever it is. In that state also, musibato par sabar karo. This is a slight test from Allah. And Allah wants to see, ayyukum ahsanu amala. Okay, my banda, I gave you time. I gave you everything. Mm. All I needed from you was a commitment. All I wanted from you was the promise you made to me. Mm. When Allah Pak put all the souls together, Allah Rabbul Alameen addressed and said, Alas tu bi rabbikum, am I not your Rabb? Qalu bala. They all said, definitely Allah. We all said, yes, Bari Ta'ala, you are our Rabb. But in the process, shaitan came and he changed the course for us. Our nafs, 
our ego got the better of us. Mm. And we forgot the promise we made to Allah. So Rabbul Alameen is giving us an opportunity, my banda. It's a wake-up call for you. I still love you, my banda. For every pain and ache you suffered, I'm rewarding you. Kulli mm. muhibban. Oh Allah, love me. That's what Allah wants from us. So, all I'm saying, don't be despondent. Because the greatest joy for anybody. You see, Allah Park is looking for an excuse mm-hmm. for us to leave this dunya, to exit this dunya. When you, when you come out mm-hmm. from the city, there's a board saying that drive safely all the best. Yes, yes. Okay. Correct. So likewise, you know, with all the difficulties, hardship, pain, crying, sobbing, in the end, Allah Park says, وَالْآخِرَةُ that the eternal life, which is the akhirat, is far more better than you. Mm. It's far more better for us all. Dunya kafir. Allah has made this dunya restricted for us. But every rule, every law of Sharia is full of hikmat and wisdom. Mm. There's not a single law of Islam and Sharia. As far as insan is concerned and his ibadat is concerned and his relationship with Allah is concerned, mm. it's difficult. Allah has made the whole deen of Islam simple. So yes, Malana, you asked the question, how's Lady Smith? Many COVID deaths, COVID-19 mm. people have passed away. People are passing away and will mm. pass away. But, oh, insan, tumne kya tayari ki? Uh-huh. What preparations have you made? Ustad, before, Ustad, before you, uh, you pose that question, that what preparations have we made? Uh, maybe, maybe from the listener's side, uh, is, this, is this man-made? Is this a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Or what to start? Because People are speaking of the first wave, second wave. Now they're speaking of level four. We're going to lock down level four. So I don't know. I don't know. Is this really a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? We start, as you're saying, have we made our preparation? G. Definitely it's a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you study all the ummahs and nations that came, mm-hmm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned their destruction in the Quran. And everywhere Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, After mentioning the incidents, Allah ta'ala says, comprehend. Some places Allah Rabbul Alameen says, Can't you remember? Are you not listening? Are you not pondering? Mm. And Allah Ta'ala says, For people of intelligence, take heed. Mm-hmm. Take Let's go back to this beautiful ayat that we forgot our purpose of creation, Mahana. 
we forgot our priority and responsibility to bari taala allah taala says aswa hasibtum annama khalaqnakum abasa annama khalaqnakum abasa wa annakum ilaina la turja'un Insan, you think we created you as a waste for fun? Hmm. And you're not going to come back to me. Hmm. Have you forgotten this message? Subhanallah. Hmm. Allah Ta'ala created us just for playing around you. Hmm. To waste time. To run behind this dunya. Hmm. You have to understand what you have to understand. हमने आपको पैदा किया बेमकसद विदाउट अ परपस यू थिंक अल्लाह क्रिएटेड यू एंड मी मौलाना जी उस्ताद वन नकुम इलैना ला तुरजाउन एंड वी ऑल हैव टू रिटर्न टू अल्लाह रब्बुल आलमीन इन्ना सलातन हानिल फहशाई वल मुनकर ألم يأمن الذين آمنوا أن تخشى قلوبهم لذكر الله وما نزل من الحق Hasn't the time come for us to believe sincerely in Allah Rabbul Alameen and fear Allah Rabbul Alameen and remember Him and whatever Allah has revealed in the Quran is حق Alam yaamin alladheena aamanu hasn't the time come for you now to connect with Allah subhanallah apa hasibtum annama khalaqnakum abasa do you think that Allah taala created you for no purpose look at this beautiful ayat inna salata tanha 'anil fahsha'i wal munkar Verily, namaz will save you, protect you from all vice and all evil. You know, the time of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, there was a person who loved a woman who was absolutely beautiful. And he wanted to marry her and propose for her. So she said to him, Inshallah, I'll accede to your request. But first thing I want you to do, I have one condition. I want you to read your Salah Ma'al Jama'ah with Hazrat Umar for 40 days. Sure. If you can, inshallah, do that, read your five Salah with Jama'ah behind Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala in the masjid for 40 days. On the 40th day when you complete it, come to me. I'll accept your proposal and I'll marry you. Allahu Akbar. This is the power of namaz, you see, in this difficult moment that we are going through. Look at the time that we are reading messages. Each one of us are looking at the phone. Every moment you look at a new message, you're getting more depressed. Ya Allah, Ustaz. Hmm. What did Allah Ta'ala say to you and me in times of difficulty? What should we be doing? 
يخرج من بطونها شراب مختلف الوانه سبحان الله فيه شفاء للناس look at that beautiful insect the bee see from its stomach Allah Ta'ala takes out the most beautiful purest of honey and what Allah says in about honey فيه شفاء للناس وننزل من القرآن ما هو شفاء ورحمة للمؤمنين الله سبحانه وتعالى said we have revealed the Quran and it is shifa and it is mercy for the believers the first ayat وَإِذَا مَرِدْتُ فَهُوَ يَشْفِينَ Dr. Ibrahim is saying وَإِذَا مَرِدْتُ and when I take ill it's my Allah, my Lord, my Creator who grants me shifa and cure قُلْ هُوَ لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا هُدَوْا وَشِفَانًا say to those who believe Hidayat and Shifa come from Allah. Mm. And Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in one beautiful hadith has informed the ummah mm-hmm. that for every sickness Allah has created a cure. Mm-hmm. It may take us a long time to find the cure. Mm. Whether it's a vaccine, whether it's a medication or whatever it is. For every sickness mm. in this world Till the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala has created Shifa. Allah has created a cure for them. So it's our duty to find it, research it, and apply it. But for every sickness, and remember mm. that every pain and ache you and I suffer, Marana, whether it's corona, whether it's HIV, whether it's what you call cancer, mm. what lupus, whatever sickness you want to call it, arthritis, or name it. Every pain and ache that you go through, Allah is forgiving one guna, one sin of yours is forgiven, one status of yours is raised. Mm. Allah Ta'ala is granting you reward for it. It doesn't go in vain. That pain and ache that you and I go through, Malana, from Allah Ta'ala's side, you are being rewarded. So if the sister is asking the question, yes, Allah has definitely, for every sickness, yes, there are two things. There's no cure for one is all age. Mm-hmm. And number two, death. Huck. For every other thing, there's a cure. You're going you to be born once and you're going to be dying once. Mm. So for all age, you can take all the vitamin tablets, you can camouflage, the, you can paint your face white, you can paint your beard white, black if you want, inshallah. Sheikh Sadi Rahmatullahi, go an old lady. She died a hey, Malana. Nowadays, the, the old ladies too, not all, some of them, they want to compete. They want to look like sweet 16, <laughs> They want to compete with your daughter-in-law. No, Ustad. Come on, Ustad. <laughs> Hold on, Malana. So she has Sadi Rahmatullahi. Oh, an old lady. Her back is hunched. Uh-huh. But she's died a hey, fish black. And she Sadi Rahmatullahi was a great wali of Allah. Mm. Was a pious saint of Allah. Full of wisdom and hikmat. He said to the old lady, Ami, my mother, you can camouflage your hair and dye it black. But how are you going to camouflage your hump and your hunch on your back and your spine is bent? 
it will never straighten again. So the point what I'm saying is, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for every sickness in this world, Allah has created shifa. Just have yaqeen in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If we follow the formula of success, istainu bi sabri wa sala, have patience. And come to namaz, Allahu Akbar. Look at this dua, you know, Salatul Hajar, such a big two rakat Salatul Hajar. And what a beautiful dua. Mm. La ilaha illallahul harimul kareem. Subhanallah yabbil arushil azim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Asaluka mudibati rahmatik. Wazaima maghfiratik. Walhithmata min kulli zamb. Walghanimata min kulli bir. Wassalamata min kulli it. لا تدع لنا ذنبا إلا غفرته ولا هما إلا فرجته ولا حاجة هي لك ردا إلا قضيتها يا أرحم الراحمين Whatever your difficulty, whether it's corona, whether it's disaster, whether it's fire, loss of life, loss of property. Read two rakat namaz. This is what we're supposed to be. Supplicating to Allah, crying to Allah, giving out charity, serving humanity, begging for forgiveness, changing our lifestyle, becoming humble, becoming Allah. simple, Allah. eat healthy. La ilaha illallahul kareem. There is no deity besides Allah. The most forbearing and kind. Subhanallah, Rabbil Arushil Azim, who is unblemished and Lord of the Great Throne. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. So praise be to Allah, the cherisher of the world. As'aluka mujibati rahmatik. Allah, I do seek all causes of the grant of your mercy and forgiveness. And Allah, I seek your forgiveness. And Allah, I ask to escape from sin. If you just understand this dua, read it, learn it by heart. And you perform two rakat salat of after you make salam. This is a dua that you should do. And when any matter becomes difficult in our lives, Allah. Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla. وَأَنْتَ تَجْعَلُ الْحَزْنَ سَحْلًا إِذَا سِئْتَ Oh Allah, an easy task is only one which you make easy. And whenever you will, difficulties 
are reduced to easy things. So learn this book. Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla. Wa anta taj'alul hazna sahla irati. It's only you, Allah. The difficulties, we can make it easy for us. We are going through a difficult time, difficult moment. We are sleepless. We are restless. We are hopeless. Bari ta'ala. But we still have yakin. Khwar ho, badkar ho. Dube huye, zillat me ho. Jo kuch bhi ho. Teri mahbub ki ummat. Allah, we are rotters. Allah, we are sinners. Allah, we are transgressors. Allah, we have done the wrong. We have hurt you. We have hurt rahmatul lil alameen. Khatam al-Nabir. Allah, overlook all these mistakes of ours. Allah, overlook all these shortcomings of ours. Teri mahbub ki ummat. Allah, in the end, we are the ummati of your habib. Muhammadur Rasulullah, and you promise such great favors. Allah with the nisbat, with the shafaat of Rasulullah. Allah take away the sickness of Corona and all other sicknesses from amongst us. Allah grant us shifa kamila. Allah all those who are lying in the hospital, Allah those who are struggling out there at home without mm. medication or without oxygen. Allah. Allahumma yastir wa la tu'atsir wa tammim bi khayr. Allah make it easy for them. The reason I'm saying this to Mulana for our listeners, you have Mashallah chosen the topic as what is our resolution for the new year? As far as Muslims are concerned, our new year starts in Muharram. Mm-hmm. But for purpose of information, we'll say, okay, this is January. As far as the English calendar or the solar calendar is concerned, uh, January is the first month. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Mulana, let's share our listeners what they have to say what uh, resolutions they have taken, and then from a Sharia point of view, what resolutions should you and I be taking? Let's hear from some of our listeners, if mm. you have some or not. There's a question, says your Ustad, that uh, uh, how do we make our wasiyah and well out? I'm a new Muslim, so how should we make an uh, Islamic well? Uh, the person is a thing about uh, four years Muslim, Ustad, a new Muslim, G. Allahumma sabbithu ala deen islam May Allah keep the brother steadfast on deen. Ameen. First and foremost, a will is very important in Sharia. Rasulullah warned us that no Muslim male or female should sleep without his will prepared. Mm. Because you will be held responsible on the day of fear. And what's the purpose of the will? It's simple. That Allah, I'm leaving this world. I have so many assets, so many properties, so much of money I've earned. Oh Allah, it has to go to the rightful owners and heirs. So I'm decreeing, I'm signing this document. Oh Allah, I'm making you my witness and mm. making Sharia the final judge. Oh Allah, I want all my belongings. All that I own, whether it's a teaspoon or whether it's a bar of gold, Rabbul Alameen, I'm making this decree and wasiyat that it must be distributed according to the Quran and Sunnah. Yusikum Allahu fi awladikum li zakari mithu hadzil umsayyeh. Rukhufiyyeh kisab, 
Inshallah, when it comes to working out how the estate must be divided, Alhamdulillah, Allah has given him an excellent knowledge, Inshallah. I'm sure if we email Hadith of Kisab, he will give it to you in writing and in detail. But in brief and short, the brother asked the question, mm-hmm. I have accepted Islam. So whether I'm born as a Muslim or whether I've accepted Islam, it is a must. Everyone who is baligh, forget being old age, should make out a will stating that whatever I own, whatever is my in my possession, mm. whatever belongs to me, I want it to be distributed to my heirs according to the Quranic injunction. And Allah has clearly mentioned in the Quran how the chairs are going to be distributed. Each one of us has a different scenario. Short and brief, the person passes away, he leaves behind the wife, and his children shall get one-eighth of the estate. Mm. The parents will get one-sixth. The male child will get two portions compared to the female child. So the whole table of how the heirs are going to receive their shares, Allah has explained it in the whole Quranic read, inshallah, the these. Study, you don't understand, ask the ulama, ask the muftiyani kiram. So for the betterment of the ummah, mm. nobody should ever, ever pass away leaving this world without the world. And there are so many people, ulama, good people, pious people, we leave it for the last minute, you know, and say, inshallah, when we get old, then we'll make up the world. Now, whether you are young or whether you are old, if you are baligh, you need to make out the will. You can make out a joint will, husband and wife, or you can make out a separate will. Mm. And every Balikh child of yours should make out his or her will. It doesn't cost money. The Jamiyat, you go there, mashallah, there's a ready-made will. Everything according to Sharia, all you need to do is to fill in the details, sign it, and get two executors who will administer this estate and administer it with justice, equality, and fairness. Don't select people or elect people because of their name and status, and they don't do a stitch of work for the distribution of the assets of the marhum. There are people who have passed away 30 years gone, 40 years gone, 50 years gone. The estate is still unresolved. And who's going to pay for it? The marhum in the cover is paying for it. And those executives who sit there like big, big shot, mashallah, they are looting the estate because they think, oh, this is our time we devoted. It costs us money, and they are taking out money every month. And the marhum children and the heirs are being deprived. They're eating the haq, the of masoom children. They are nabalir. You cannot spend one cent of that nabalir child, that minor child who hasn't reached the age of maturity, that money is an amanat. You cannot touch it. You cannot use it. That is meant for that child when he becomes baliyah. So, Murana, the sister or the brother who asked the question, the other important thing, Murana, in Islam, this is what we have to do. And I think very few of us do this. Yes, we make out the world. Alhamdulillah, many of us, all of us. Mubarak mm-hmm. wa but remember Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam, and you're going to cry, all of us. When Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam took ill in the last few days of his life, 
the one day Rasulullah was strong enough to walk and feel comfortable, he came onto the masjid, into the masjid, he sat on the mimbar, and he made an elan. It's no use making this announcement when the person is dead. One of the mutawallis or one of the family members stand up, brothers, if the marhum is owing you any money or you owing the marhum money, please contact us. Fine? But it's too late. We're living in a world where people are cheating. Even if I'm owing the marhum, I'll keep quiet. He's gone. Who's going to answer? No paperwork. That is why Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to us, See, every transaction that you make, Faktubu, write it, note it down, mm. record it. Even if it's you're doing business with your father or your mother, Faktubu, write it down. But we're not doing that. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the last few days of his illness, when Allah gave him the strength, came to the masjid and he sat on the mimbar. And what a beautiful nasihat to all of us. Mm. Very few of us have done this. Or maybe, my knowledge, I don't know, most of you have done it, but to my knowledge, very few of us have done this. What did Rasulullah do? He sat on the mimbar and he said to the Sahaba, today is the day for you to take your badla, to execute your justice. Mm. So if I'm owing anybody money, yeah, stand up now mm. and acknowledge it and I will pay you. And if I've hurt anybody's feeling, stand up now. And I will definitely ask you for mass, and you can do what I did to you. If I hurt you, you can do the same to me. Look at this, Malana. Mm. You and I think about this anytime. Did I call my family members? We're having brides every day. We're having functions every day. We're celebrating this. Did you, as the father of the house, the elders of the family, did you think about your mort and akhirat? Did you sit there with your entire family seated there? And you make this announcement, is there anyone here in my family, including my wife, my children, my grandchildren, my brothers, my uncles, my whoever it is, is there anyone that I am owing money? Please let me know now. Is there anyone here who I've hurt their feelings, mm. who I've hurt them, I've insulted them, I have injured them? Please stand up and take your revenge. Allah. Do you think Sahaba Ikram, any of them stood up? None of them. One Sahabi stood up. He said, Ya Rasulullah, I have a claim against you. Mm. The Sahaba Ikram are shocked. But look at this Sahabi, his each for Rasulullah, his love for Rasulullah. He said, Ya Rasulullah, I have a claim against you. Rasulullah said, Fadl, come forward. Rasulullah said, What wrong did I do to you? So he said, Ya Rasulullah, one day you hit me in my back. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, well, come and hit me in the back. Exactly where I hit you, come here and hit me in the back. He says, no, Ya Rasulullah. When you hit me, I didn't have my kurta on. You need to take your kurta out. Mm. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam took his kurta. Sahaba al-Kiram are shocked. What is the Sahabi saying? What is the maqsad of the Sahabi? He goes behind Rasulullah He had no intention, gee, but he had one wish and zok. Mm. 
that behind Rasulullah's shoulder blade, Allah Ta'ala kept a seal which was called Muhri Nabuat, the final seal of prophethood to a size of a pigeon egg. And on it was written Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allahu Akbar. <laughs> so this Sahabi went and he kissed it. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, I had no intention to take any revenge. As just my love for you, my muhabbat for you, I did this. The ulama kiram have said, Rasulullah Allah has forgiven all shortcomings. He's begging Allah for forgiveness. He's asking for justice and time to make peace before he leaves this dunya. Don't you think you and I, Mulana, who are full of guna day and night? <coughs> you, mashallah, you read namaz. <coughs> you went for hajj, you went for umrah, you gave your zakat, you did everything. But hukukul ibad, did you fulfill? So huzur sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, make peace, solve your problems. You're owing people money, pay them back. Seven things you must do quickly. First and foremost, tajheez and tatfeen. See? When a person passes away, bury them as quick as possible mm. because the angels are waiting for you. Number two, when a guest comes, feed the guest immediately. Number three, when Allah has given you children and they become balir, get them married as soon as possible. Number four, when you commit a guna, make tawbah immediately. So respected brothers, take life serious. There's no more, it's no more joke now. Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. We had the best for the last 20, 50 from the time we got freedom in this country. We went to town. And whoever remembers Allah in times of happiness, Allah will remember him in times of difficulty. Three things increases love. Oh, no. You want to increase love between humanity and Islam? Salam karna siko. Make salam to everybody. Whoever you see, greet them. Stranger or no stranger. Familiar or not familiar. Greet him. And al-badi obi salam bari min al-kibar. The one that's it's first to make salam is free from pride. You want to foster love and muhabbat in the ummah? Then first and foremost, Salam karna. Try to greet people as much as possible. Even if you greeted the person behind the pillar and you now meet him in front of the pillar, greet him again. Because what is salam is dua. Mm. You're saying to Allah, you're saying to the person in front of you, you can be rest assured, from me no harm will come. It will only be love and peace. Isn't that a beautiful dua to, and a reassurance to a person? Definitely. If you want to foster love, for my kid, salam karna. Number two, sometimes when you are seated in a gathering, you can see an elderly person come. See, or there is a space for another, for another person, and you spread your legs out that you don't want nobody else to come near you. You want to sit there like a big badshah. Some of us do that when we sit in the masjid, or we sit in a function. So inshallah, if you see somebody, and you can make space, and say, never mind, this is an elderly person, or this is an alim, Oh, this is a Hafizul Quran. Out of respect for him, I will move from there and give him my space. Allah will give great love between them. The great sunnah of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa And thirdly, when you talk to somebody, muhatab ko bihtarin naam te pukar. 
when you talk to somebody, talk to them with respect. Mm. Call them by their proper name. The name that they respect, the name that they have been given by their parents. This nickname that we call each other by, or this rotten name, this vulgar name, this futile name that we call, got no meaning. There's no room for it. We have such bad habits, such beautiful names we have kept for our children. We cut it down. We trim it down. No respect. There's no meaning of the name after that. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah is going to call you. You have no right to change your surname. If a person gets married, a girl, it's not necessary for her to change her surname. She will be called by her father's name. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Hadrat Aisha radiyallahu ta'ala Always said Binti Abu Bakr Daughter of Hadrat Abu Bakr Hafsa Binti Umar She's the daughter of Hadrat Umar radiyallahu ta'ala Yes, it's an English law of this country That you have to register You have to take your husband's surname But in terms of Sharia It's not necessary But don't you think Don't you think it's better that they know? Or maybe it's, I know, because I know, I know a lot of sisters are listening to us. <laughs> I know my wife, she doesn't want to change her surname, Ustad. Alhamdulillah, she is within her rights. Mm-hmm. In terms of Sharia, because on the day of Qiyamah, mm-hmm. you see sometimes as children, Mulana, we get angry with our fathers. Uh-huh. And our father is ill-treating us, molesting us, uh-huh. doing all the wrong things. I don't want to have the surname of my father. I go and go home and make an application, and I put it in the newspaper for two weeks and I announce that if anybody has got any objection, if I take this surname, they, and after 14 days, no no, no objection, they change, they, change, they change the surname. Haram. On the day of Qiyamah, Allah is going to call you by your name. So keep a good name for your children. Call them by their proper name. That's what Sharia told you. So for my if you want to foster love, Muhasab ko behtareen naam se Whoever you speak to, address them. Fadilat al-Sheikh. Ya Maulana, I respected brother, I respected sister. May Allah be pleased with you. Speak to them nicely. Anybody, Maulana, if you call them by their name, they give you such a respect, Maulana. Hey, you, come here. Then what we got this famous thing. Come here. You, come here. We use the rotten word like we are the boss. Call them by their name. In fact, Hadrat Maulana Taki Osmani, Ramat Wabarakat, to whom? In one of his kitabs, he wrote, mm. as parents, we need to be careful that when we address our children, don't give them a direct instruction. Bring this as we normally do this to our children. And for some reason or the other, they don't carry out the instruction you gave them. They'll be gunahgar. So children are going to be gunahgar. Why are you making your child a sinner? So for my better year, can you please get me a glass of water? Possible for you to give me a glass of water or a cup of tea. So if for some reason or the other they forget or they couldn't accomplish what instruction you gave, they won't become sinners. Because when you give a direct instruction and they don't carry it out, mm. they are disobedient. For my, we need to be careful that when we speak to our children, speak in a dignified manner. 
there's another question here. Uh, I'm just uh, so okay. It says here that Mulana uh, Salim Karim, we're listening to you this evening. Um, I just want to pour my heart out and say to you that I'm very, very poor. I have no properties or money. I am zakatable. Will I be sinful for not being able to leave anything for my children? Ustad, anonymous. No, no, Mulana, subhanallah. See, this is the beauty of Sharia. Uh-huh. Zakat is only wajib if you have the nisab of zakat and you have it for a complete year. And whatever you have must be items that are zakatable. And that the ulama will explain to you. In no way you are going to be gunagar and a sinner. Because you, don't, you, you did not meet the criteria. You did not have the conditions. You did not have the nisab then obviously the law of Sharia won't be applicable. In the same way for Hajj, whose wish Mulana, is not that they should go for Hajj? Everybody's desire is to go for Hajj. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, only when you have the means to go for Hajj, mm. you have the money, you have the health, the road, your journey, your expenses, Alhamdulillah, you have the funds available, Alhamdulillah, then, then Hajj is for funds. Other than that, Hajj is not for us. But on the other side, see how Allah Ta'ala made it easy. Mm-hmm. This was a brother who feels that he's poor. You know, Sahaba Ikiram came to Rasulullah and said, Ya Rasulullah, we have a little issue. So Rasulullah asked them, what's the issue? Uh-huh. They said, Ya Rasulullah, the rich Sahaba Ikiram, those who have money and wealth, they will supersede us in sawab. They read namaz, we read namaz. They read Quran, we read Quran. They have extra access to money and wealth. They give charity, they give zakat, they give billah, they do everything. We, the poor sahaba, we don't have that facility. So that shows the rich sahaba, Ikiram, will supersede us on the day of Qiyamah. Hmm. Does this say, Oh, Akbar. So, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, listened to them and said, if you want Allah to enrich you, hmm. read. 33 times, subhanallah, 33 times, alhamdulillah, and 34 times, Allahu Akbar. Allah will give you the same sawab of the charity that they give. Do that. So they were doing it happily, mashallah. See, that's why I'm saying, you want to compete, don't compete in beauty. Don't compete in money. Compete in good deeds. The poor Sahaba Ikram said, Ya Rasulullah, the rich Sahaba Ikram will get more sawab than us. We'll be left out. Rasulullah gave them a solution. No, Allah will give you the same sawab. You do this 33 times, subhanallah, 33 times, alhamdulillah, 34 times, Allah. After some time, the rich Sahaba Ikram came to know that Rasulullah gave the poor Sahaba Ikram to read this wazifa. 33 times, subhanallah, 33 mm. times, alhamdulillah, and 34 times, Allah, but they started reading it also. They, the, the Sahaba Ikram, who were not well off, went back to Rasulullah, ya Rasulullah, they also started reading it. So they are going to have more sawab than us. And see what a beautiful answer Rasulullah gave. Mm. This is Allah's fatah. Whoever he gives, it is his grace and his fatah. So the brother who asked the question, you are not being anyway going to be a sinner if you don't have the criteria which is meant for you to give your zakat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
will not hold you accountable. Likewise, if you don't have all the conditions that make Hajj part on you, Hajj is not compulsory on you. See, when the rules of Hajj were revealed, when Sahabi stood up and said, Ya Rasulullah, must we make Hajj every year? Rasulullah kept quiet, never gave him an answer. He stood up again, asked the same question. Hmm. Rasulullah is Hajj compulsory every year. Rasulullah didn't get answer in Kapkwai. He asked the third time. Rasulullah didn't answer. And the fourth time, Allah Ta'ala sent Hazrat Jibra'il to the verse from the Quran, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu la tas'alu an ashya' in tubdalakum tasukkum. For you who believe, don't ask questions. If, if it's going to be revealed to you, you won't be able to fulfill it. Rasulullah said to the Sahaba Ikram, Wallahi, if I answered you immediately, Allah Pak would have made Hajj for on you every year and you would not be able to fulfill that act. Mm, 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 mm. Subhanallah. Sometimes we become too enthusiastic. <laughs> so Allah Ta'ala, Hajj is not for on everybody. Zakat is not for Yes, Namaz is for mm. day and night. Even if you are dying also, and Alhamdulillah, you are conscious, Namaz is for mm. Who said, uh, uh, how does a person come out of a sin? Uh, for example, we 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 speaking about this how to better a person's self in this year 2021. So, say for example, if a person is weakness, he's maybe uh, drugs or maybe humanizing or maybe uh, love chat chatting to Herna Maharam straight woman. I mean, I, I'm just saying whatever sin the person has in him, how does the person come out of that to better himself in this year 2021? We've got about 95 days left for the month of Ramadan. Ustad. Rana first and foremost, uh-huh. correct our niyat. Uh-huh. Simple. If you want Allah's mercy, niyatul mu'min khairun min amali. The intention of a believer sometimes is better than his action. So the first and foremost thing is to make a niyat. That our love from today onwards, I'm giving up gambling. The other day a brother came to me and says, Malana, mm-hmm. I've taken a resolution in my life. I'm not going to be doing overdraft business anymore. Hmm. I'm giving it up, Morana. I've made a near that whoever I'm owing, I'm going to work hard and pay them. I do not want to deal with interest ever in my life again. All my life I dealt with interest. I took money from the bank. I took loans from the bank. I made big, big structures. Hmm. I repent to Allah. I make tawbah to Allah. And I want to compensate, and I want to beg Allah for forgiveness. Wanna make du'a for me? So I said, Alhamdulillah, may Allah give you tawfiq, because realization, you feel remorseful. Huh. So first have a near that, oh Allah, I want to change my life. Allah, this rotten life that I'm leading, this superficial life, this life of, you know, where you are so, so me. Wanna? We're not real. We are all acted. Look at our halat behind the scene, Rana, behind the door. In front of people, some of us behave like waliullah, subhanallah. But at home, go and ask the wife. You cannot believe that it's the same person. So let us not be hypocritical. So first and foremost, niyat. Correct your niyat with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Number two, feel remorseful. That all my life I have been sinning. How am I going to face my Allah? How am I going to face Allah in the Qabr? How am I going to face Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Do you know on a Friday, mm. 
all our amals are presented to our parents. On a Thursday, Rasulullah Sallam used to keep Rosa on a Monday and a Thursday. Rasulullah Sallam was asked the question, why do you love to fast on a Monday? He says, our amals are presented to Allah and I love to be in the state of Rosa when I meet my Allah and my deeds are presented to Allah. On a Friday, our deeds, we, children of our parents, see, look at what a big hypocrite we are, some of us. All week we are not reading namaz, we are gambling, we're making zina, we're doing all the haram things, we're dealing in haram activities. See? And then on a Friday, imagine all your records and all your gunas are presented to your parents. What do you think will be the reaction of our parents on the day of Qiyamah? Do you know when a person passes away, Mulana? The rule of the family members all gather. If I die now and they bury me after one hour, mm. see, all the arwah of my family, my parents, my, my children, my wife, whoever has passed on, they all come to make salam. See, and they start asking questions what is so and so is doing in the world? See? Do you know what faith do we have? <laughs> Look at the gunas we are doing openly, secretly, deliberately, unintentionally. And you think we're going to get away with murder? No. So on a Friday, our amals and deeds are presented to Bari Ta'ala, I mean to our parents. They look at our amals. So he's making sina, he's, making, he's drinking sharab, he's doing gambling, he's doing illegal trade. Allah Akbar. Mm. Allah Ta'ala forgive us. So make a firm intention, the third thing. Okay, Allah, I'm not going to repeat this. And Hazrat Mulana Thani Rahmatullahi wrote something very nice. He said, you see, this insan will only come straight when you put him through his paces. Because mm. for me to say, Astaghfirullah, then there's nothing wrong. Alhamdulillah, Allah will accept your istighfar. But Mahathir Thani Rahmatullahi said, you know, there must be a fine. If I miss my Fajr Namaz, I will have to read 50 rakat of Nafil Namaz. Well, you and me, we can't even read 4 rakat extra. Tahajjud Namaz, 12 rakat or 8 rakat. You think you're going to read 50 rakat? You made a promise to Allah. Ya ladina awfu bilukud. Or you will believe when you make promises, you fulfill it. So Hazrat Hanvi Rahmatullah gave a beautiful recipe. Mm. He said, give yourself a fine to pay. Every rakat, that, every namaz that you miss, every guna that you made, you are going to give 200 rand in charity. I'm going to give 500 rand, not 50 cents and 1 rand and 5 rand. Wait, hurts the pocket. Imagine if I have to know every, for every guna that I committed, I must give 500 rand, fine. Mm. Give it in the path of Allah. See? By the end of the week, I think I'll have to sell my shop. So, in that way, it's a way to protect you and save you from committing guna. It's that you put from your side a sign on yourself that if I do this guna, this is what I'm going to do. I'll have to keep 10 rosas. I'm going to read 30 rakat of 40 rakat, 50 rakat of nafil namaz, even 100 rakat of nafil namaz. I'm going to give so much charity in the path of Allah. I'm going to feed so many people. When you do that, slowly, slowly, alhamdulillah, 
realization comes that I shouldn't be committing guna. And the first principle, have this in mind, always read it, Allahumma'i, my Allah is with me, Allahu shahidi, Allah is my witness, Allahu naziri, Allah is watching me. If you are conscious, conscious that my Allah is with me, imagine if I'm with my ustad or my teacher, somebody is a witness, somebody is watching me. You think I'm going to commit a crime? No. Go anywhere in this world and try to commit a sin. Allah is there. Allah is watching you. Allah Akbar. During the time of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala on one journey, <laughs> Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala, the Sahaba Kiram were thirsty, there was no water. They saw a shepherd. He had many sheep with him. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, you know, let me trust him. And said to him, you know what, can you sell us a sheep? I see you have plenty of sheep. So the shepherd said, no, I can't sell. Why you can't? He said, it doesn't belong to me. How can I tell it to you? Mother Umar radiallahu ta'ala. So he said, can I, can I have some milk from the goat? So he says, no. Mm. It's not possible. Mm-hmm. It doesn't belong to me. So Mother Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, well, you know, yeah, we are in the jungle. Who's going to see us? Your boss is not here. Your, the owner of the sheep is not here. Nobody is going to witness what's going to be happening. Give me the milk. The shepherd said, Allah. If you are saying nobody is watching, then raise my Allah. My Allah is watching. So Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala said, Subhanallah. Such honesty, a shepherd. That honesty is gone in us. That Allah consciousness is gone. We are daring. We are daredevils. That we want to day Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're committing gunas and we're going ahead with it. But you see, Allah is Rahim and Kareem. Allah is giving you grace. Allah is giving you time to repent. Allah is giving you time to change. Take advantage of it before most overtake. Mm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Ustad, there's another question. <laughs> you have to listen to this one. Yeah. It says, Dear Mulana Salim, this coming year, of course, which is 2021, I don't want to keep grudges, Mulana Salim. How do you move on? It's not easy to forgive and forget. Anonymous, Ustad. Subhanallah, Mulana, there was a person, a uh, he was married. Uh-huh. And his wife was really torturous. She was a very difficult person. And he said, you know, what must I do with her? So the murid said, Adil, give her talaq, let her go. Whole day she criticizes you. Whole day she is disrespectful. Why don't you give her talaq, let her go? Father mm-hmm. said, no. If I give her talaq and she doesn't get married again, she'll be inconvenient. And if she gets married, she'll give somebody else a cleek. She'll give a cleek to somebody else. Rather, I make sabr and have patience, Allah will reward. One. Number two, are you talking about garage, Mulana? See, this is the thing, to have a big heart. To run a big home, you need a big heart. Another pious person, the wife prepared meals. She forgot to add salt. Mm-hmm. He came home, he tasted the food, and he ate it. He didn't say anything. 
in his mind he said never mind this is allah's banda this is allah's bandi she made a mistake she forgot took him i'll make her mine few days later passed away and allah somebody saw him in the dream that allah is given him jannah and they asked him for what reason what was the reason that allah forgave him and he said yes on one occasion my wife she didn't add salt the food was tasteless but i did not fight with her i did not hit her i just made sugar i kept quiet and i ate it because i forgave her allah pak said jab tumne meri bandi par raham khaya and you showed kindness and politeness on my servant me to arhamar rahimi i am the most forgiving to me aap par raham karta hu maine aapko bhi maaf kar diya i am forgiving you because you showed forgiveness and kindness allahu akbar so yes a person who say that i do not want to have a grudge with anybody that is why i am saying the less you associate with people the less you talk to people the less you engage with people the less things less gunas you are going to make and if you think that you have hurt somebody you have said things that are not supposed to be said you spoke ill you slandered you made ghibat mm-hmm. you accused and a big musibat mulana people are doing jadoo now we want to talk about this topic one of the days so i don't like you so i'm going now to the to the temple i'm going to the church i'm going elsewhere to go and get all this muti and i want to destroy your life rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said whoever does this is lost his iman yeah allah this is happening i don't like you brothers are not seeing i to brothers sisters are not seeing to sisters the uncles are not seeing to nephews all this haram activities just because of this love for this dunya Allah protect us. I'm not saying everybody is doing this, mm-hmm. but this is also another big fitna in our ummah, Mulana. Mm-hmm. Is that I want to cause you harm? Here is the brother who's saying that I want to learn to forgive people. I want to make peace with them. I want to be good to them. And I did tell you this hadith long time ago. Mm-hmm. That the Sahabi of Rasulullah came into the masjid mm-hmm. after making wudu. Rasulullah said to the Sahaba, "Ye jannati hai." This Sahabi is going to Jannat. Next Sahabi he came, torn, tattered clothing, untidy, unkept hair, full of dust and whatever. Again, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said to the Sahaba, "Ikram, ye Jannati hai. This person, Allah is going to give him Jannat." So one Sahabi said, "You know what? I need to follow this Sahabi. I need to find out what is he doing, extraordinary, that Rasulullah is giving him glad tidings that Allah has given him Jannat." So he went up to that Sahabi and said, "Can I stay at your house? I don't have a place to stay. Can I be your guest?" He said, "Fadl, please be my guest." And he observed the Sahabi for three days. At night, what is this Sahabi doing so extraordinary that in the dunya Rasulullah is saying that Allah has given him jannah? On the third day, he let out the secret, and he said to that Sahabi, "See, actually, I didn't need a place. I just wanted to be observant and see that what is it that you are doing so extraordinary." Mm. that rasulullah has given you glad tidings of jannah in this world so he said to the sahabi the see you stayed with me you observed me at night what i get up i get up for tahajjud i do whatever tilawat zikr whatever it is you have seen what my lifestyle is so he said yes that's only one thing that i want to enlighten you about mm. is that every night before i go to sleep i make a dua to allah 
that Allah, whoever hurt my feelings, mm. Allah, whoever caused me pain and suffering, Allah, I forgive them from the bottom of my heart. So that Sahabi said, Wallahi, this is the reason why Huzur sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Allah shall grant you jannah. So the brother who's making that, we all should have this intention with whomsoever we have fought. No use on Eid day, I grab you and say, Eid Mubarak, taqabbalallahu minna wa minkum, bolchuf, maaf kar dena, please forgive me. And you leave it vague. One minute after that, you bring the same thing again. Let's not be hypocritical. Uh, 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 we've got about uh, seven minutes uh, left. Many listeners are listening to your nasiha this evening. Of course, they do want the podcast as well. Uh, the brother says here, my heart is broken into pieces. After my father, my daddy passed away, our family split up. Our family broke apart because of the inheritance. Until now, it's three years, Malana Salim. They haven't distributed my father's inheritance. The lawyer says they will let us know. And it's three years now. I mean, Ustad, but why do the lawyers have to get involved when it comes to inheritance? I took notice of this. Many, many people, they want to get the lawyers to, to handle the inheritance, the heirs, and then the lawyers will get a show of it. I mean, Islamically, is it permissible, Ustad? Uh, now, this is why it is so important uh-huh. to make out your Islamic will. You go to a lawyer, Mulana, you ask him to make out the will for you. It's a two-page document. They charge you nothing less than a thousand rand. Some of them will give you concessions. 250 rand. I, I don't know if I'm talking uh, off my cuff or talking off my hat. Mm-hmm. But Malana, just to write out the two-page document. It's on the computer, Malana. All they need to do is to put print. And the document is printed in one minute. Mm. It's a thousand rand, two thousand rand. Sure. And yeah, at the Jamiat, Alhamdulillah, a beautiful will, structured Islamically. Inshallah, because this is very clear in Islam. Mm. Whoever is going to inherit the wife, the son, the daughters, and the parents, this is the first line of A. A person dies, he's got a, mo- he's got a mother, he's got a father. He'll get one sex, one sex. If he leaves behind a wife and he's got children, the wife will get one eight. And if it's boys, they'll get two shares, the girls will get one share. That is clear. This is the first line of recipient. The husband passes away, he leaves behind the wife, son, daughters, and parents. And then the next line of heirs will come. If there's no son, there's no daughters, there's no parents. Even if there's no wife, mm-hmm. then the brothers and sisters will come it's, it's a great knowledge of Mirat, Mulana. Mm. Allah Ta'ala has gifted certain ulama and kiram who know their maths mm. and work it out for you too. too. SubhanAllah, it's a great gift. And this gift here will be one of the gifts that Allah will take away from the ummah in time to come before Qiyamah. The people don't even know how to distribute their inheritance. Number two is, Mulana, we need to attest status. Mulana, I'm making out the will. I'm, for example, me. I'm the father of the house, Mulana. Take a sitting with ulama. Mm. Sitting with people of knowledge mm. who can administer the estate. Yes, sometimes you need the lawyers to do the transfer, Mulana. I'm not saying that you have to uh, sidestep them. Yes, the are legal matters that you have to deal with the master's office and so many other inquiries or stars or whatever it is, Mulana. That's in its place. 
as me as the testator, I'm mm-hmm. the one who's making the wasiyat and I'm making the work. I must appoint people who are proactive, who can, inshallah, give me assurance that the moment I die in the first three months, they must distribute my assets. Mm-hmm. Okay, three months in the first month. Mm-hmm. So that I could be peaceful in my cover. As I said to you, Mulana, 40 years, 50 years, 100 years is gone. Mm. The state is not resolved. But it had, it had executives. Those executives will be held accountable by Allah. You deprive that wife is dying. She's got no food in her house. Her lights are going. Her house is getting sold. Her children need education. They need madrasa fees. They need school fees. They need medical help, Mulana. And there's tons of money lying in the bank. But these motors or those whatever you want to call them, executives, Marana, MashaAllah, they are sitting there, well tight. Every month they're taking the share. And technically, you know, this is not right. The lawyer wants this document, the lawyer wants that document. <coughs> May Allah Ta'ala protect us, Marana. So we need to be also proactive. That let us put executives there who can immediately deal with the estate and inshallah get it distributed as quick as possible. Yes, the legal side of it, give it to the lawyer. Alhamdulillah. Put an alim there. Put an accountant there who can, mm. inshallah, make hisab and kitab and as quick as possible. Get the certificate from the jameer. That according to Sharif, you write a questionnaire, I so and so request the, the explanation of how the estate to be distributed in the following matter. A person passes away, mm. he leaves behind a wife, or he leaves behind two wives. He leaves behind two sons, one daughter. He leaves behind the brother and sister. Indeed. He leaves behind his parents, Indeed. mother and father. How will the estate be distributed? Hazrat Mufti Sahib will give, inshallah, work out the shares and then give it to you officially stamped by the Jamiyat that this is how the Quranic injunction and hadith of Rasulullah had asked us to distribute the assets. I don't know why, Ustad. I just can't believe it. people actually fight for inheritance, Ustad. I see brothers not speaking to brother or sister because of money, of inheritance, Ustad. Morana, when they hear of the death, the first thing they are running there to look for the safe keys. Astaghfirullah. Forget about even going and worrying about giving hotel to my father or to my mother. I'm running to look for that safe, that safe way it is. I want the safe keys. Morana, I'm not talking for my pocket. Mm. The one person, they caught him on CCTV camera. Uh-huh. He denied it. He says, no, I never went. They were staying in a mansion, mashallah, in a penthouse. They all got CCTV cameras. Mm. He went, he emptied the safe. And when they went back to take what was there and what was not there, they found everything missing. They, they knew. They went and approached him. He denied it. When they showed him the CCTV camera footage, uh-huh. When a person passes away, you need to do four things quickly. Number mm. one, Sajid and Takfin, the burial should be done as quick as possible. MashaAllah, in the COVID, we're doing it well. Alhamdulillah, no problem because you can sit anywhere in the world and make Isali Sawab for the Marhum. Read 11 times, read Surah Yaseen, read Surah Raab, read Surah Mulk. Read Surah Rahman, read Surah Taghabun, read Surah Muzambil, whichever Surah you are. Mm. Give it to my father, give it to my mother, give it to my husband, give it to my child. So first and foremost, Tajheer and Takfeen. Number two, pay out the debt of the dead person. Thirdly, carry out the wasiyat of the dead person. And fourthly, keep up family ties with mm. each and every member 
of your marhum father or mother or whoever has passed away. Are we doing that? We are fighting. We're killing each other. Taking one brother, taking the other brother to court. Yes. One sister taking the brother to court. One nephew is taking the uncle to court. Millions of friends. The courts are enjoying it, Marana. Every time the advocate goes there, there's a performance. 50,000 rand, 100,000 rand. Uh, and those masum yatim children are suffering there, Marana. Kya jawab dogi Allah ko? Marana, the way we are behaving like Allah's azab is not going to come to us, Marana. When are we going to see the reality of this? And this is all clearly laid out in Sharia. You don't need a rocket scientist to solve this problem. No. We want to delay it because the greed. You know, the old people used to say, it's the dunya, azab ul maut. Greed for this dunya will make your death painful. Sure. Azab ul maut. You'll suffer at the time of cover. May Allah Ta'ala protect us. Mm. Ustad, just, uh, just one more minute. I know we already, it's time up already. It's a minute after 10. Just one more question, Ustad. If they don't distribute the heirs, is it a major sin, Ustad? For example, I know my father left millions and I decide not to distribute the heirs with my brothers and sisters, whatever. What's the major sin for it, Ustad? Allah will mm. take all that and turn it into molten put it through his stomach. His intestines will come out. MashaAllah, the fire of Jahannam will destroy him, Marana. What azab are you going to get? You have might. And you'll see, Marana, those who deprive the other heirs, Allah Ta'ala brings such sicknesses in them. Allah brings such accidents in them. Allah Ta'ala brings such tragedies in them. All that money they're hoarding will go. They say, ayah, they say, gya. We took somebody else's haq, mm. it will be going out from the other door. Came from the wrong door, it will go out from the wrong door. May Allah for, forgive us and never let this happen in our home. All of us who have got now estates that are lying there for years, make a near. This should be your resolution that inshallah, the next week or the next day, Monday, I'm going to start. I'm going to look for all mm. the documents and inshallah, call all the family members. Let's have a meeting. Inshallah, let us forgive whatever happened in the past, mm. whatever we can replace that we use un Islamically unethically and without permission in ijazat, give it back. All that money you took and stole from the estate, take it and say, I'm bringing it back. I'm sorry for taking away the rights of other people. Let's try to stop it out. And Allah will make it easy because you want justice, you want equality. Allah's help is when we are together, when we are united. Allah gives all the families, all of us, I'm guilty, you guilty, whoever. Let's stop this estate out because Definitely you know, start. try and have the least of things in this world. So when you go, you only got this one kafan, you got this one pajama, one kurta, or one abaya, that's it, and leave this dunya. Kali, Kali, Kali hat aye, Kali hat jao. Empty handed, go empty handed. Just take your amali sare and go and meet Allah subhanahu wa Subhanallah, subhanallah. I see Kari Ismail, a mater from Kibadon, says, tell Mulana Salim, even the so-called pious also lose the direction of the Qibla when it comes to inheritance, Ustad. Mulana, this money is dangerous, Mulana. Astaghfirullah. Money is like honey, Mulana. Mm-hmm. Mulana, there's nothing wrong. If it's something that is rightfully due to you, give it with a smile. Give even more. 
sometimes I give advice to some of the heirs. I tell them, see, Allah is giving you millions. Your sister is battling. She'll also get the shape. Why don't you also, out of the goodness of your heart, give the shape to your sister? Yes, first accept it rightfully in terms of Sharia. I am the recipient. I am the heir. I should take it, receive it, and then I can be free to say, no, I'm giving it back to mommy. Mommy stayed with daddy for so long. She made so much of yes. in huh. the business. She sacrificed so much. She's only getting one aid. Allah has given me. I've got so many businesses. I'm taking my share and I'm giving it to my mother. Allahu Akbar. May Allah Ta'ala give us topic. Allahu Akbar. Four minutes after 10, we're going to leave you there. Ustad, there's another question coming in. Say, I would like to remain anonymous. My uh, <laughs> my family, they are living a, a life of le- a luxury because they're living of the inheritance of the marhum, Ustad. I don't want to mention my name, but anyway, Ustad, <laughs> we're going to leave you there. Well, Ustad. I just said what is, Mona, uh-huh. you, are, you are feeding your stomach, you know. That body which is nourished with haram is worthy of Jahannam. body that you nourish with one lukma of haram. It's not your haq. You're eating it and you're enjoying it. You will pay by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. You can still make maaf. You can still change it around and say, I'm sorry, I took it without permission. I cheated. I'm wrong. I admit my mistakes. Mm. I'm asking for maaf for the pleasure of Allah. I will return the jewelry that I stole. I stole my father's, what you call this. I stole my mother's jewelry without the other daughters knowing today for the place of Allah. I fear Allah. I want to go into the cover to be questioned on the day of Qiyamah. Please, I'm returning all this. Let's make maaf and inshallah, Allah is ghafoor. We can do it, Malana. You might as well go through suffering here, a bit of disgrace and inconvenience than to be disgraced in front of your parents and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Rabbul Alameen on the day of Qiyamah. It's better in this dunya. Hmm. Allah Akbar Subhanallah Ustad we're going to leave you there Inshallah of course Next week Thursday We will continue Inshallah with this topic I see now the messages Are coming in <laughs> Inshallah Ustad We have to We have to take the bull By the horn Bite the bullet Bite it now in the world Bite it It's hard to bite that bullet Mulana. But it's better That you make maaf And you leave this dunya peaceful It will be too late day On the day of Qiyamah To ask for maafi because your good deeds will be taken and be given to all those who are claiming against you. You'll be the biggest popper <laughs> on the day of Qiyamah when all your good deeds will be taken and given to a line of people waiting to claim against you. Mm. So, you'd be a foolish businessman to invest so much of money to be looted from you later on in life. I mean, nobody does business like I see. <laughs> Ustad, let's leave it. <laughs> it's time up already. There's a sister from Marisburg says, how much is Malana Salim Karim worth? <laughs> the day you leave. <laughs> Ustad, how much I mean you we worth, Ustad? The day we die, what's our inheritance? <laughs> no, Malana, Allah Ta'ala must take us as fakir. Allah. We must live with dunya mm, with mm. nothing in this world, Malana. Just go with our kafan. And good deeds in the sense that Allah Whatever we have done on all our lives on radio or whatever form of uh, Islamic uh, advice, Mulana Allah Ta'ala, forgive us and grant us Jannah. We go as a fakir, Mulana. Nothing on our clothing. Mm. Just the kafan that we came with, and we're going to go like that. That's mm. how Allah must take us. Ustad Fi Amanillah, we have to leave you and love you, inshallah. Request for du'as. We will see you tomorrow, inshallah, on our nikah announcement, inshallah, Ustad. Okay, man, I'll be on the road to Durban. Mulana, call me, inshallah, we'll do the nikah program. Barakallah fikum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir.
Well, to all of you out there, definitely get the podcast. It's something for you and I to learn about, and it's something for you and I to send this message out because many, many of us, many, many people that I know of, uh, they are not uh, distributing the inheritance of the the the, the marhum. We're going to live and love on this beautiful evening. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program as Safina to Ilal Jannah. It's uh, seven minutes after ten from myself and of course and brother Lakalo and all of you out there. Allahumma hadina wahadibina wahadina sajamia. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi. Wa barakatuh.